0: It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: All right, shot time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL
0: Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky.
1: Oh, uh, the post-fourth action is all about the baseball, Chris, What's going on, buddy?
0: Not too much, Mutt. How are you, bud? I adjust my
1: headphones here. There you go. Say, say something to the people again. I want to hear you on the better side of the headphones. Here. Hey, Mutt. How are you? Much better. Much how better, was your question. weekend? Oh, it was excellent. How was yours, pal? Happy
0: fourth. Th- day after, thank you. Thank is. you. It was spectacular. I played uh, 45 holes of golf this weekend. Oh, baby. Uh, and it was lovely. It was fantastic. Uh, Caught up on some sleep. It was
1: Beautiful. What was the uh, was there a good stretch for you, or is a good hole for what what where? Yeah, did... so uh,
0: Bill Rickett Country Club, uh, the front nine at the Bill Rickett Country Club, to me is is relatively it's it's on the easier side, and I enjoy it very much. It's where I shot my career best over a nine hole span. Uh, it's also where I have my uh, personal best ever in in eighteen holes. Really? Uh, yeah, and so I shot a forty one. Nice uh, on nine, yeah. Yesterday, so that was. was this with dad, brothers? Who you play about, with? Yeah, with my dad, my brother, and uh, my dad's uh, buddy from work, Alex. So it was, it was a you. good time. Yeah, it was a great time.
1: Went from playing no golf to forty-five holes over the weekend.
0: Holy, it mackerel. was fantastic. I played eighteen Friday. That was hot. Let me tell you, I didn't want to. I don't want to do that again. Uh, then I played nine holes by myself Sunday morning, um, and then uh, played eighteen on uh, Monday on July fourth. It was wonderful.
1: Yeah, we did some family and friends' wiffle ball uh, yesterday. Ooh, nice. And my oldest son, nah, not nice, because we, we, you know, we were trying to keep it uh, low-key for the kids, and then he starts taunting, and then he takes one of my buddies deep, and now he's walking around the house today, so I can play adult wiffle ball next time. So he's in for a rude awakening oh, There's It's a different speed, my friend. You try to play a nice, friendly backyard game, and your son starts to taunt, um, yeah, the next time around is not going to be great for him.
0: No, I would right say now. so.
1: Two-time, two-time UConn intermere football champ. <laughs> Look so at you. Do not, you don't want to step to this. And he's walking around. I took Steve deep twice. Okay, he's peacocking buddy. all over the oh, place. He was. I texted yep. my buddy. Say, my son is walking around. He's rubbing your face in the dirt, your hands in the dirt, your name in the dirt. We owe him. We're going to get him back this weekend. Um but that was, that was good full fireworks last night very what i don 't know where we you and I live near each other um there were a lot of homemade fireworks I noticed uh in our area last night
0: yeah i didn 't love it uh i got to be honest i have dog <laughs> your dog doesn 't love it yes no, I have a dog who's petrified of it. We had to drug him up all weekend and oh, last maybe. night was the worst of it and so what do
1: you do to drug the dog uh we
0: Edibles? have no yeah we have medicine that was given to us from the uh the vet. So it is. It's all good. We're not. We're not uh, skirting the rules here, people, so Don't worry about that. Not giving him anything he shouldn't be having. Uh, but yeah, no. The, they gave us meds. We give him like a tablet and a half to kind of drug him up a little bit, and it, it only does so much.
1: All right. So uh, I have no Wimbledon action. Let's Wimbledon going on right now. Any Wimbledon bets for you? No, none. Appreciate.
0: I don't, I don't. I know nothing about tennis. I just normally, if I see Novak Djokovic, I'd bet him. Uh, Normally, if I see Rafael Nadal, I'd bet him. Outside of that, I know nothing about tennis.
1: Uh, Since we last talked, the Red Sox went, uh, I guess, 2-1 technically. They lost Friday to the the Cubs. They lost 2 out of 3 over the weekend. Bad weekend for them. Uh, They came back and did beat the Rays last night, so... Uh, they're gonna, the, the big news for the Red Sox is they're going to have the debut of uh, one of their real young, promising prospects, uh, Brian Bayo It's scheduled to start on Wednesday, which will be a big talk between now and then. They get the Rays again tonight at home, and there's an easy bet that sticks out to me, but it's juiced out beyond belief, I want to talk through what I'm noticing in, in baseball betting. There's a lot of sharp people betting baseball, shots. Yeah, there is. Uh, and so when, when they we're looking at DraftKings here because you can bet legally on DraftKings in New Hampshire. Of course, you can't bet in the great state of Massachusetts, and based on some of the things I read over the weekend, you may not be able to until 2023. However, a really low strikeout total posted for Nick Pavetta. I'm not sure why they loaded it so low at 45 it's a bet up to minus 185, which is pretty wild. Insane.
0: <laughs> Insanity.
1: Like, this is the bet. I mean, I, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, this is the bet today. I, exactly I don't know the bet you, I had picked out. Yeah, I don't know how you want to do it. And, and the reasons why, Nick Pavetta is is, is is striking out, you know, an average of close to six and a half guys per game. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays strike out the eighth most times in baseball. They strike out the sixth most times on the road. They have a lot of young hitters, and they don't care about strikeouts. Like, this new age of, of baseball, Sean, we were kids, you struck out a bunch of times, you were like a bad hitter, and now nobody cares. Yeah, nobody gives if you a rat's behind. If, no. if you're
0: raking, nobody cares if you're striking out. You can Like nowadays, we used to look at Mark Reynolds and be like, oh, what a bum. Strikes out 200 times, hits 40 dingers. Like what a useless hitter he is. He only hits 220. Yep. You know what? That's what Trevor Story's going to do. He's going to strike out a ton, he's going to hit like 30 homers, and he's going to hit like 220. It's stupid.
1: So they've posted it. The strikeout total for him is minus 185 at 4.5. And and even the outs total on 17.5 outs is juiced up to 190. Maybe they just pressed him low today. I I don't know. But they've been – they're a bet out beyond belief. So I don't know how to tell you folks to bet it, but he's going to strike out more than 4.5 batters tonight. So So that's that's the bet. I I wish it was a a really – Unique deep dive today, but it stands out as like the bet, and unfortunately, there's a lot of smart people because I bet down almost minus almost two to one the other way. Unfortunately, it's
0: insane because like I want to bet outs recorded by Pavetta also minus yeah. one ninety over seventeen and a half. It's like what am I what am I supposed to do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I there's it won't not... move
0: the number, move it up to five and a half then for strikeouts. No. But so we can
1: do you can move it around. I think you can go to same game parlays shine right you can tease it or you can mess around with that right if I click yeah, same I game want a parlay same game here,
0: parlay I just want to bet on Nick Pavetta Mutt.
1: I know pitcher props uh Nick Pavetta strikeouts thrown uh you can go to five or more strikeouts minus 160 six or more strikeouts again I wouldn't mind that up to minus 120 seven or more strikeouts in the same game parlay at plus 240. I, either of those last last numbers is fine six or seven you're getting plus money. Uh, I'd be using him, but just a—it's a standout play. Shine. They're playing a team that strikes out. Nick Perez strikes out, guys. It's pretty simple.
0: Yep, hundred percent agree with you. I'm on the same boat.
1: One more follow up to the weekend since I know you guys talked about this today. Uh, And if you listened, you missed it—the Greg Hill Show on Demand on the Odyssey app, uh, with I believe Ken Laird hosting today. Obviously, a lot lot of reaction would happen on Friday afternoon. The Celtics signing Gallinari, uh, the Celtics trading for Malcolm Brogdon. They are the four days in a free agency. They are the favorites still at like basically five and a half, six to one ish. They are current NBA Finals favorites. I I just want your take on where this number is right now, Shine. We talked about this a little bit on Saturday, but now the dust has settled three days later. People are betting it. They're still the favorites. Um, Your reaction to Vegas making the favorites, and what kind of... Value, if any, would you see in betting the Celtics right now to win the NBA championship?
0: Yeah, there's so much hype behind the Celtics after appearing in the fi- appearing in the finals. Now you get Brogdon and Gallinari. There's still rumors that they could be in play for KD, and 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 honestly, there. I I don't think. I think KD, as much as I would like KD, I think he's kind of out of play for the Celtics. I just don't think Stevens will go in that direction. But I do see the the possibility of Stevens making a trade that we don't see yet, similar to how he did with the Brogdon trade. Nobody kind of called that out, and boom, all of a sudden, there goes Stevens making a trade for a guy he wants. And, and I could see that happening again with a relatively high-profile guy. Now, which guy, I don't know. Um, so I I think making the Celtics the outright favorite to win the title next year makes sense to me. Uh, they beat Miami. I don't think Miami is going to be as good next year unless they get Kevin Durant. Then things change. Um, Milwaukee would be the next team to me, at least out of the East. When you look at the East, really, it's to me, it's really only those three teams. I don't, I don't buy Philly. I just don't think James Harden will ever win anything. I don't think Joel Embiid will win anything. Um, and so for me, it's just the Heat, Bucks, and Celtics. So if the Celtics are the best of those three teams, they have to be the best team in the East, odds wise, and then. With the West being as good as it is, there there being so many options, I think making the Celtics the outright favorite is is plausible, right? The West kind of beats up on each other. Celtics have another easy route. They get Bucks without Middleton again. They get a, a beat-up Heat team or something, and they're back in the finals. Easy peasy. So I, uh, I understand it. I would not be... Purchasing this line at all? Yep. I don't. I don't buy it. I'm. I think the Celtics are due for a little bit of regression. Um. I. I am. I am kind of out uh, on the Celtics getting back to the finals next year.
1: I just don't think it's worth a bet until we find out where Durant's going like, to land.
0: hundred percent agree. To me, You're. You're screwed. Just,
1: you did this whole soliloquy right there, and good job out of you on the Eastern Conference. Well, all that conversation changes if he goes to Miami. If he goes okay. to, I know you sort of knocked him, but Philadelphia. Uh, if you ever end up on, on, on the bucks somehow, some way, you know, some sort of crazy three team deal, that would change things. If he ends up in Phoenix, like they're gonna be the prohibitive favorites. So I- I'm with you. I understand why they're the current favorites. I just think they're a, not even just a, they're just a bad bet at five and a half to one. Yeah, They're, like, they're, they're a bad bet because the, there are still too many unknowns about where Durant's going to land and if and when they're going to make other moves with this roster. And you guys talked today about, does Brogdon coming in, does that set off a Marcus Smart trade? What does that mean for Derek White? Deserved favorite, but not one I'd want to bet. How about that?
0: Yeah, if I'm betting something that's five, five and a half to one, I would rather like, put pizza money on the Heat to win the Eastern Conference uh, in a play hoping that they get Durant. And that's 5-1 to one for the Heat to just win the Eastern Conference. They don't have to win the title. They just have to get out of the Eastern Conference. So, like, if they they were the prohibitive odds-on favorite to get Durant when it was announced that he was requesting a trade, so if the Heat were to get Durant, those odds are only going to get worse. So, in my mind, like, that's the only number on the board I would even think about right now.
1: Yeah, and no, I'm i just – I'm not ready to place any – I guess you, it's it, – there is some benefit, I guess, if you got some information about where Durant was going to go before it happens.
0: Yeah, exactly. If the
1: books, if the books are slow to move it, that'd be my advice. If you live in a state not like Massachusetts where you can bet right away, mm-hmm. um, and you and and Wo, well, it's gonna say Woj, but Woj just had a couple misses. Shams. If Shams, if Shams comes out with exactly, Jive, If Shams says, "Hey, he's going to Miami. He's going here," and you're right there on the news before they pull the number down or change the number, then I mean that's. That to me is interesting, but the Celtics at five and a half to one. Great story, good talk radio fodder for us the next couple of weeks. But they're not worth a bet of five and a half to
0: one. Yeah, if, for, if somehow there they're is not. there is a rumor that the Celtics are getting Durant without giving up uh, Jalen Brown, which I think is nearly impossible. But if that's the case, then yeah. I would be hammering Celtics five and a half to one as fast as I can. But uh, until I see something like that, I agree. You have to wait for the Durant news before you can make a move right now.
1: All right, so that is uh, in play right now. We'll have plenty of uh, football as we get into the month of July. I know they updated some odds at BetMGM this morning uh, on the AFC, which I want to talk about tomorrow on the show and see if we have any better feeling on the Patriots at around their uh, 20-1. to Ironically, both they and the Raiders are 20-1, to and I have a much better feeling on the Raiders. But that is for tomorrow's show, Chris Scheim. You can subscribe to this podcast, iTunes, Odyssey, and Spotify. Rate, review, comment, tweet, all of the above, Chris All it, of the above.
0: Yeah, send us everything, man. We want to see it all. You got a question about the NFL offseason this year uh, or the NFL season upcoming? Feel free, send it our way. We'd be happy to talk about it because um, it's it's we're getting into the uh, the slow era of sports right now uh, with only baseball going on. I guess you have your tennis. The, the, luckily, the Open Championship will be next week. Uh, so we'll have something there, but until then, we're kind of just, you know, exploring our options, if you will, in the gambling market. I will have some
1: Scottish Open thoughts for tomorrow. Scott, Ooh, okay. it's, a great, it's an awesome field, and a lot of the winners from the British Open are part of the Scottish Open. Um, there's a lot of really good players playing in that thing, so it's going to feel like a big event. We'll have a couple of uh, betting ideas for that tomorrow on the podcast, Shime, If you are listening to our station today, I'll be on with Mego. Two to six at Fenway Park, yes, uh, getting a set for Red Sox and Rays. And I'm sure reacting to all the Celtic stuff, which really is the biggest story in Boston right now, besides Chris Shimes shooting forty one on the front of Bill Rick that one
0: time. I smoked it. I, I dude, I was I was feeling it. I was cooking my irons were cooking with gas.
1: Yeah. Your strength apparently is the iron game, huh? Yeah, it is uh,
0: absolutely my strength because my my driver is very hit or miss. Like yesterday, I couldn't hit for anything. And then so I was like, you know what? I'm just going five iron off the tee. Every single time. And you know what? It's 200 down the center of the fairway every single time, and then I play from there. And I can generally, if it's a par four, I can generally reach in two. Uh, And if it's a par five, that's when I'll bust out the driver and try and send it. But uh, yesterday was not my day with the driver. Luckily, my irons bailed me out.
1: All right. I look forward to scheduling a round playing very soon, and we'll talk tomorrow on the Patriots and the Red Sox. Thank you, Sean.
0: Can't wait Mutt. See you then.